Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Guys, welcome to a very, very special episode that we've never fucking done before. It's Friday. TJF, motherfuckers. We're here on a Friday. You're listening to me on a Friday, not Tuesday. You already listened to me on Tuesday. And then two days later on Friday, you give me again. Okay. And that is amazing. And honestly, I owed more episodes after my break. All right. So we we did a little too long of beep, boop, bop, bop, can't speak time. And, and now we have to give you extra episodes. But don't you just love hearing from me? Extra, extra, extra. So before we start this glorious Friday episode, I wanted to tell you guys that literally next week coming up, you have your paychecks. It's Friday. Buy tickets to my fucking live show. On the 5th, we're in Chicago. You can't buy tickets to that. It's sold out. Chicago, I fucking love you, bitches. I cannot wait to party my ass off with you and shake my ass with you. I'm just really pumped. But LA, LA is the very next day. LA, we are there on the 6th, baby. I am so excited. Wednesday the 6th, LA. There are still tons of tickets left. Uh, I do realize that you live in LA and you can go see anyone at any time and it's a very fabulous place. But like, come see me. Let's hang out. It'll be fun. We have a special guest, Taylor King there. You guys know her by TK Juicy Pole. She's a riot. She's so fun. A lot of my friends from LA will be there. It'll just be a blast. So come to the LA show. And then the very next day on the 7th, we are in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. I know y'all want to come. There's also so many tickets left. Don't make me stand up there and laugh to an empty room. Just kidding. We've sold most of the tickets, but like, come, there's still tickets available. It's going to be a great time. Um, if you're listening to this and you just got paid and you live in LA or you live in Phoenix, don't be a pussy. Come to my show. Okay. Come to my show. So that'll be a blast. And also a special treat. Um, all merch will be sold at those shows. Now it'll only be sold at the Chicago, LA and Phoenix show because we got to wrap up production for the holidays. We want to make sure you guys get all this merch for the holidays. But if you're coming to the show, you get to have that merch in your hands. That's really excited because I'm obsessed with my tinsel and tequila crew neck. It's gorgeous. We've got shot glasses. We've got so much more. We've got new spray tan shirts that are long sleeve. We just have a lot of great things. Obviously, tequila helps merch and country mouse merch and shaking your ass on a yakuza. So there's lots to be had and said, and you get to leave and go home with it, which is amazing. So come out to the shows. Those are the last shows of 2023, but we're coming in hot in 2024. I'm talking early. I'm talking January 10th, 11th, and 12th. On the 10th, we've got Naples, but Naples is sold out, baby. I can't even believe that. What the fuck? You guys are crazy, but come. There'll be merch sold there, of course. Um, Miami on the 11th, 111 in Miami. We've got a very special guest for that one, you will be very excited. So come to the Miami show if you want to giggle 
extra hard. And then on the 12th, we are in St. Petersburg, Florida, which would be a blast. I mean, I just fucking love Florida. I honestly want to move there one day. So come buy tickets, come in Florida. Like I said, the Naples show is already sold out. So get your tickets now. Take a girl's trip to Miami. Who the fuck doesn't want to go to Miami and have a little, they don't eat dinner till fucking 11 o'clock. Come to my show and get fucking pregame there and then go eat your dinner at the Swan or wherever you go at 11 o'clock. Okay. And then go shake your titties at a club. All right do it. Also, it falls on the 11th and my favorite club in Miami is 11. All right. Um, then the next show is coming up. We have a massive, huge, cool, cool, cool show. I'm a part of the comedy fest in Nashville on none other than 420 baby light up. You'll laugh extra hard at me. Come to the show, buy tickets in Nashville. If you weren't able to buy tickets to the first show in Nashville, because they sold out in five minutes, then come to this one. It's on April 20th. And then we've got April 25th is Boston. April 26th is Pittsburgh. And April 27th is Philly, baby. So I cannot wait to see you guys there. Merch will be sold at all stores. And let's get fucking popping, baby. Welcome back to Probably a Podcast, where your host, Shannon Ford, has no spray tan. And she can't wait to fucking tell you about it. I couldn't, I was just waiting. I was on the tip of my tongue. I, I knew it'd be the first thing I'd have to tell you guys. Uh, if you're just listening to this and not watching, just picture me, step ugly. You know what I mean? All right. That is how I feel without a spray tan. We are making baby steps. Even just coming on this podcast without a spray tan is a huge move for me. I um, originally had on a black t-shirt with this beanie and I looked like the Hamburglar. So I did I did switch that up. I love this sweater. It's a take on um, the same sweater that Princess Diana wore, but she wore it in red. It's like got a bunch of sheep on it, but then there's a little black one. Where's the black one? Right there. Me, a black sheep. Um, also, this sweater always makes me think of Anna Grace because I wore this sweater on like one of the only snow days we had in Tennessee when Anna Grace and I were together and we had the ever iconic moment of snow is forever, which if you follow along on Instagram, you know the reference because snow is forever, snow around the world. I miss her so much. She will be on the podcast in a few episodes um, coming up. We just cannot wait to have her back in our home anytime she comes back to Nashville she'll usually come for like a four to four to five day span sometimes longer like eight days and every time she's like so I'm gonna be here I'm like stay with me stay with me the whole time stay with me and then she's like okay so the first two days though you're not here I'm like stay in my house stay stay in my house alone it's okay Taylor and Mike live right next door stay here I want your presence in my home she's like okay <laughs> perfect so we cannot wait to have her back but we have some catching up to do because sitting here as your host, I am now 30, flirty, and thriving, baby. That's fucking cool. I'm 30. I told Taylor I've kind of felt 30 for a while. She was like, she always laughs that every time she turns an age, I automatically start calling myself that. She's like, you always do that because Taylor's how many months older than me? Three. And she's like, the second I turn the age, you start referencing yourself as 30. You're like, well, I mean, I'm 30. So, and she's like, but you're not yet. And I'm like, well, whatever. And then I've always been friends with people older than me. So I feel like I've been 30 since I was 26. Okay. So I don't feel any different, but I do think it's really cool and I'm excited. Also, right before we started this podcast, I said to producer Courtney, I said, oh, wait, sorry. Can we not start yet? I'm going to go grab a um, water really quick. And then I came back with ingredients to make an Aperol spritz. And I don't know how that happened, but also I could write the book on how that happened. Um, so just bear with me. I'll buy myself a little spritzy. Okay. So we have a lot to catch up on. Obviously I turned 30 and we went to Florida. It was fabulous. Um, Taylor was not in attendance and we will talk about that because LOL bar face. Um, okay. So we had my 30th birthday in Florida, which we'll catch up on. And then we had, Oh, Oh, these never stress me out. People are really scared. Oh, Ompa. 
Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so we had the 30th birthday celebration in, in Florida. We went to 30A. We went to a Gargina place called um, Al's Beach, Alice Beach. Who could be too sure? But we went there and it was stunning. And then we light on the Aperol, you know, and I'm pretty sure you're supposed to put club soda in these, but who has the time or the bladder for that, you know? So anyways, then I went home for Thanksgiving because of my stupid fucking birthday, which is the worst day ever, but not because I have the birth chart that I have and I have the personality that I have because I was born on November 22nd at whatever fucking time I was born. The stars aligned and it made me me. But one thing about my birthday that I don't love is the date. The date falls so close to Thanksgiving, but this was bar none. And I was just telling producer Courtney, because we always go to catch up. And then I just realized that I'm just going to tell her everything that she's going to have to listen to again on the podcast. I'm like, you know what, Courtney, I'll just, I'll say on the podcast, but uh, it was maybe one of my favorite Thanksgivings yet. Like it was just, it was so fun. I'll tell you guys all about it, but let's go back to the 30th birthday trip first. So let me tell you guys what I did. First of all, cheers. Mm -mm -mm. Ah, It's good every time. So, yep. Every time. All right, I get asked all the time, yes, I actually do, how do I get my hair like this? Because here's the thing, I don't like super, super tight curls. I like options, okay? And if I want my hair to just look effortless and chic, I use the Curl Secret by Conair. It is amazing every time it works because it's an auto curler, right? So the hair goes in, the curl comes out, just like magic. It's got five temperature settings. It's got three different curl directions that you can choose from. It really is just a must have in your beauty routine. And here's the other thing. Your hair is not going to tangle. Okay. Cause they got this anti tangle technology going on. I don't know how they figured it out, but I love them for it because my hair always comes out so beautiful and it really helps with frizz. Like my frizz is just non-existent whenever I use this. And like I said, it just becomes this really effortless curl. It's fantastic for all hair types, whatever you're into. It is amazing. It makes life easier because it's an auto curler. So you're just going to have quick, easy curls at the touch of a button. And it's got this ceramic barrel on the inside too, that just really helps hold the curl. But if you're looking for more like loose curls, like sometimes I just don't want a super, super tight, tight wave. So that's, what's nice about the three different curl directions and the five different temperature settings. You can really play around with what curl you're getting from the auto curler. And then outside of that, it just makes your life so much easier. It makes your get ready routine so much faster because it's an auto curler, right? You're just going to get the most perfect curls at the touch of a button. And you can get these bad boys anywhere. It's a great gift for Christmas. It's a great gift for yourself. If you're just ready to up your beauty routine, the curl secret by Conair is now sold at every major retailer, literally everywhere. We go to Florida on Friday. It's Thursday. Taylor Monaco and, and Michael Monaco's house is a war zone. Okay. It's a war zone Monday through Wednesday. Her kids are shitting their brains out. They are vomiting. Not one single child in her life, including Walker, who's five has ever thrown up before. All right. And I was like, wait, has Walker never thrown up before? And she's like, no, no, no. I've had babies that, you know, like spit up when they're infants, but like, I have never had a child throw up before. And she basically Lola threw up first. And you got to think about it. It really made me think. And I got really deep with this as I do unnecessarily. I was like, wow, think about it. Do you remember the first time you ever threw up? And I was like, no, cause I don't remember the first time I threw up. But if you don't know, what it is and you just do it it just happens to you involuntarily as throwing up does as a little kid you're probably like what the fuck just happened what 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 just happened to me you know it's got to be a really frightening thing when you're just like hold on i imagine it's like the first time guys realize that their dicks get hard they're like what the fuck is that 
what 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 is that i usually always ask guys about that i'm like when did you know they're like fucking eight seven six i'm like oh no that is so young um but yeah you're just like what is happening with my body so i say all this to say that lola and walker and novi like novi was sick in a different way novi just had like very runny diapers but lola and walker who are a toddler and a young child they were literally just fucking throwing up and then just carrying on their day they were just wherever they were at they weren't you don't they don't know to go to the bathroom they don't know oh i have to find a toilet and even if they do they, they can't do it fast enough they don't recognize the feeling fast enough to make it to a toilet so walker's throwing up on wallpaper lola's throwing up like projectile who's ever in front of her they're just shitting their panties and diapers okay like it is world war freaking three over there and taylor was like i don't know how me and mike haven't gotten it yet and i was like i don't know but i was like i'm staying so far away from you guys but that's also not true because we we were convinced that this was just some sort of like weird little kid bug that we couldn't catch so i was like lola's obsessed with giving kisses on the mouth right now and i was like oh give me a kiss like that's so fucking stupid why was i doing that when she was shitting her brains out but whatever we were like this is a little kid bug that we're immune to and then they were also not having fevers or feeling really bad they weren't like sick they were literally just throwing up and pooping so anyways we were like we're in the clear and then it happened it was thursday and taylor texts me and she's like oh my god and i was like what no no no. it wasn't it was thursday was the night before we left i woke up on friday morning to go to the airport and i had three text messages from her one at 12 in the morning one at two one at four and it was just like every time she'd gotten up to throw up and she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and her and mike it hit them it hit them like the plague it hit their nanny too poor poor miss rachel we love her so much it was bad it's bad for everyone involved okay and i was praying taylor was like i cannot come i obviously will not come and infect everyone on the trip but also I'm really worried you're going to like get on the plane and it's going to hit you. And I was like, oh no. But everyone on the internet was like raving about drinking like super, super purified organic straight grape juice and then like eat, taking activated charcoal. So I did that when I landed and I never ended up getting it. Granted, I wasn't cleaning up their throw up and poop. So like I was probably not quite as near to it as they were. But yeah, that was really sad that obviously Taylor and Mike couldn't come. But you know what it is? I went through these like stages of like annoyance, sadness, anger, wanted to blame someone. I'm like, who can I blame? Is there a little girl at Walker school that I can fucking tussle with right now? Why is my best friend not on my 30th birthday? But like, you guys, I live next door to her. It's not like she was making it up. I, I, I saw it, you know, like I saw it with my own eyes. At one point, Taylor was sending me photos and I was like, bitch, I believe you. With the graphicness, I believe you. Stop it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And so anyways, that was really probably the saddest part of turning 30 was not having my actual best friend there with me for it. But that is okay. Nevertheless, we proceed and we party. But let me guys, let me tell you guys this. On Thursday, on Thursday, the day before, this is so funny to me. And I posted about it on my Instagram, but it's like, James. So we had these parties we had to go to. I say we had to go to them because they were just parties I wanted to go to, but also like I just wouldn't miss. They were for friends and for companies that I just support and love. And basically around the holiday season, as you guys know, in November and December, it's like freaking holiday party after the next when you got obligations with work, with your actual friends, with people, with the church, with whatever, you know? And so we had these three parties. The first one was our dear friends at the normal brand. They were opening up a grand uh, opening for a store that they just opened in Cool Springs Mall, had to be there, wanted to be there. And then a very different occasion, very different dress vibe was um, my friend Mallory Irvin started a new pajama company called In My Sundays. So cute, check them out. And we wanted to be there for that launch party. Mallory does so much for me. Like I wanted to be there for that. And then after that, Mark Block, 
who's a dear friend and probably the reason that I even have this fucking podcast today because he introduced me to Kristen Cavallari. He got me, um, you know, modeling jobs, quote unquote modeling jobs. I mean, I was passing out pamphlets at convention centers, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he just like really got my foot in the door in Nashville. He's amazing. And he had his annual block and white party. And yeah, it was just, it was great. Okay. Now it's the holiday season. And that means undoubtedly we're all losing our ever loving minds and we're busy and the days are jam packed. And do we have time to sit down and cook a meal for ourselves? That's healthy and nutritious. It probably not. Okay. Probably not. We are on the go. All right. And I personally have just simply not had enough time to cook either. And I'm also that girl though, who doesn't have the time, but insists that she eats amazingly delicious food that tastes homemade. Yeah. I don't really know what my plan is here, but thank God for factor because with factor, I get fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals delivered right to my door. I mean, legit in less than two minutes, they're heated up and ready to devour and they're so delicious. And here's the thing, honestly, no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has meals to help you live it to the fullest. They got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And for the bulking season people, because it's always bulking season with James, all right, they have protein plus meals on the menu each week. And those are James' favorites, obviously. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients that you need to feel satisfied all day long. Cause when you're eating good, clean, healthy food, you're not feeling like you want to eat more and more and more. You're honestly just satisfied. And not only is factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, it's restaurant quality. And one of my favorite things about factor chef prepared meals is that they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like there's a little photo and bio about them on the package. It's so cool to me. It just makes you feel like the chef came to your house to make it. And they've also got great add-ons for snacks like quick bites, smoothies, juices, and a ton more. You can also add protein to a vegan or veggie meal if you want to switch it up their options are endless all right factors just making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less during this busy holiday season also they have some seriously good breakfast options if you're rushing in the morning and need good food fast and you already know i hooked it up with you guys for a discount okay so head to factormeals.com slash probably 50 and use code probably 50 to get 50 percent off your first box that's code probably 50 at factormeals.com slash probably 50 to get 50 percent off your first box so I have these three events and they're back to back to back and they're all required different dress. So James, we have to give it to him. He is freaking such a trooper, such a trooper because this, this man is my forever because I walk up to him. I say, Hey, look, I know that we leave for the airport at six in the morning tomorrow for my birthday trip that you've planned with Taylor and that it's going to be fabulous. But the night before we leave, we actually have to go to not one, not dos, nah, but trace, trace holiday parties. And here is the also thing that I need to tell you, dear man of mine, we have to have three different outfits. So go ahead and pack them, put them in the car. We'll change in the car. And he was like, what? You got me out here doing fancy dress. Fancy dress is like what they call costumes. <laughs> but he was such a trooper. He's like, all right. So I put his three fancy dress outfits in the car and we did change in the car several times. And one of my outfits, I'm very impressed, honestly. One of my outfits was this like skin tight white dress with cutouts. So it's for the block and white party. Um, it was fabulous. But let me tell you guys about the block and white party because I show up and of course it's all the people that work with Mark and have ever worked with him in the past, his models, his actors, whatever, slash just people that want to come and support a great cause because the money went back to charity, which we love. Mark Block, you're, you're the guy. But we we basically show up and I, there's a lot of people that I knew would be there, right? Just familiar faces. But first person I see when I walk in is Kristen Cavallari, which totally fine. We are mano y mano these days. We're friends. Everything was fine. I was so actually happy to see her. I couldn't wait to go up and give her a hug and say, hey, like we're, we're really, really good friends. And now that I like live where I live now, I feel like I see her more often. Anyways, it's good. It's Gucci, baby. Happy. Hope one day she can be on the pod. 
But I was, so what, what happened was I walk up and what I see is I see Kristen taking a shot with someone and I need you guys to know the person she was taking a shot with was Bridgerton. <laughs> now what? <laughs> now what are the odds? Let's take a little trip down memory lane. <laughs> what are the odds? And I was like, no way. Are they hooking up? And then I was like, nah, nah. But wait, are they? No, they aren't. They are, weren't. They aren't. They aren't. But um, I asked. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a small world after all, okay? It's a small world after all. You kind of just picture me walking in. I'm walking in arm in arm with James. I'm like, hello, do, do, do. And then I'm like, oh, okay, wait for everyone to meet James. Hasn't met you. Oh, there's Chris. Oh, there's Kristen and Bridgerton taking a shot together. Wow. Huh. Would you look at that? <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyways, they both met James. <laughs> it was lovely. It really actually was a genuinely nice time and experience. <laughs> and that's the thing about Mark Block. He really brings people together. Um, so... We stayed a little bit there. We didn't drink at any of the parties because we had to wake up early. I'm very proud of myself for that. Um, but we we leave because it's fucking hard to not drink at a holiday party. And people are walking around with little coops of champagne with little cranberries dropped on them everywhere. So um, we wake up, we go, we get to the airport. I wake up to all the messages from Taylor. I was very resigned to it, honestly. I just kind of like, you just, it is what it is, right? You know, like you can't help it that you're, she's not making it up. And she didn't ask to infect her entire family with a horrendous stomach bug. So Anyways, it was really sad that she wasn't there, but we still had amazing, amazing time and people on the trip with us. And I just loved every second of it. It was, it was so much fun to have my friends from South Carolina, Grayson and her husband Cole there. She's like my Taylor from growing up. And I just like love her so, so dearly. And having her on that trip was awesome too. And everyone, Kyle and Colleen and Mark, I just genuinely had the best time. So um, 38 is stunning. It's where the Truman Show was filmed. So it's basically like the cutest little seaside town. And Alice Beach has like all these like white houses. I think every house has to be white. So it kind of looks like you're in Greece. It was just fabulous. I got to the house. James had it all set up to the T. It was just so beautiful and so personalized and so special. And it really just reminded me that like, wow, everyone in my life loves me so much and it makes me so happy. So I loved that. I loved being there and we had a great time. I don't have like, there weren't many stories. We, uh, we did partake in mushrooms and white, like we have been lately. And you know what? It's great. I don't have anything bad to say about it. There was a point where I took a lot of mushrooms and I was staring at the stars in the pool on the roof. And I thought I should get out of this body of water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, feeling kind of sleepy. I should probably get out of this body of water. Like maybe we should be safer than that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, nothing like crazy happened. I feel bad when I don't have any crazy content stories to tell you, but you know what? God gave me that one. He said, you're turning 30 with your friends. Your other friend literally can't come shitting her brains out and throwing up. So we're just going to let the rest of the trip be smooth sailing. And I said, okay, thank you. Um, so, you know, no one got locked in a porta potty that I had to break them out with uh, my ID card. Nothing like that happened. So it was just a really fun, good old fashioned 30th birthday day and I really had fun there and I'm glad I went and it was really relaxing and the sunsets there you can't beat the sunsets there they're so pretty um and James had never seen that part of Florida before so all the sand is so white and pretty it was just great so okay moving on then we come back and we have literally one day one day uno mas 
day to uh why why am i just throwing in so many hispanic number references <laughs> this is so weird um okay anyways we have one day before we drive home to south carolina for my actual 30th birthday because it fell the day before thanksgiving and to celebrate thanksgiving with my family but here's the thing one i got a new car bitches and it's fucking fabulous it's a defender i love it happy 30th birthday to me i also james and i were sharing a car and at first we thought that would be a totally normal good thing to do and uh we wanted to rip each other's heads off we were like this will not work and i do have the truck still but like that's not like an everyday cruiser you know especially now that it's getting freezing fucking cold like can't really be in a 1971 vintage pickup truck with no heat so anyways I do want to strap a Christmas tree to the top of that bad boy though I feel like that'd be really cute so I get this new car we're so excited to drive it it's a much smoother drive than the g-wagon I'm not gonna lie because you know the g-wagon's a very military based uh vehicle and it's a and it's terrible on gas mileage so you know what this car great on gas mileage what do we know about this podcast it's a finance podcast so saving money left and right over here guys um it was my very first new car I'm, i've been such a hater and shit talker about new cars my mom always said oh but shannon you have to get a brand new car once in your life just once and i was like okay yeah i don't really see the point they literally depreciate in value the second you drive them off the lot but whatever but she's right it was nice it was it was basically the only option the car i wanted it was only available new they didn't have any used versions nor could i find any in like a 200 mile radius but um She's just right. You get into a new car, it smells new. The little odometer says like three miles. You're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm the first owner of this thing. This is, she's right. My mom was right. Um, it definitely did depreciate in value the fucking second I drove it off the lot, but that's okay. That's okay. You know what? We live, laugh, love. Um, lose money. Live, laugh, lose money, love. Now, I love gift giving quite possibly more than anything else in the world. I just love buying people things, but I know that it can get tricky when it's the holiday season and we're all a little strapped for cash. So that is why I am shopping Quince. All right. Now Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials. Y'all know I love luxury at affordable prices for everyone on my list. And you know, you already know that includes me because I tried this first. I tried Quince and then I was like, okay, you know what? I got to get this for other people because Quince offers a range of high quality items with prices that are within reach, right? So they've got like cashmere baby like a hundred percent mongolian cashmere sweaters from fifty dollars you cannot find cashmere anywhere at that price other than quince it's just amazing washable silk tops dresses cotton sweaters even comfy pants you know i love a pair of comfy pants and the best part is all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands like I said, I shopped for myself first and um, on Quince, I got this Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweater and it was in the most stunning sapphire blue color. And whenever I saw it, I was like, okay, it feels so luxury. Why have I been overspending for cashmere sweaters? Like, and it's just really a great gift because they last forever and everyone wants cashmere. They just do. Okay. That is why I'm giving the gift to Quince's buttery soft cashmere to all my nearest and dearest this year. By partnering directly with top factories, by the way, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us, right? So that's why it's priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And love this part. This part is very important. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I really love. Things that I'm getting like on list this year, they have a pair of Mongolian cashmere gloves for $29.90. Like that's insane. Okay. Like that's crazy. It's so good. They have scarves, they have cozy pants. And like I said, they have cashmere i just think giving the gift of cashmere is fabulous so get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with quince go to quince.com probably for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q u i n c e.com probably to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com probably 
we drove home but here's the fun part so james has a friend Allie, who i adore he's wonderful and they actually played rugby together growing up when they were like little little and then um played against each other sometimes played on the same teams with like club rugby whatever and then their schools were neighboring so yeah sometimes they were rivals james always said he hated playing ally because ally's so huge she was like he's like running into a fucking brick house i'm like yeah i could see that so anyways ally is just like the most polite sweet i always say this about ally i'm like oh my gosh you're just the kind of man you would just want to take home to meet your mama well Anyways, he was here for a conference because he lives in D.C. And um, he's single ladies. By the way, look him up. His name is Ali Bone on Instagram. But he was here and we were just chatting. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be James first Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. And he was like, oh, that will be so lovely. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? He's like, well, obviously nothing. Because like, I don't know if this is like understood because sometimes I have to remember, oh, yeah, duh. Only Americans celebrate Thanksgiving. We are the only country that celebrates it. It's an American holiday, but it's such a huge holiday. You assume everyone celebrates it, right? And then the Cyber Monday and Black Friday off the back of it, all countries celebrate that. So I'm like, are they celebrating that off the back end of ours? And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, huh. So anyways, they were asking about Thanksgiving and I was like, yeah, it's basically as big as Christmas. I don't know if it's bigger than Christmas, but Thanksgiving is definitely as big as Christmas. Wouldn't you agree, producer Courtney? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like a huge holiday and I just, I love the holiday in general because I love giving thanks and being reminded of all the things you're grateful for and being around family and fucking food. So, um, yeah, I was just explaining it and I was like, you're going to be by yourself in DC in America on Thanksgiving. He's like, yeah, but maybe there'll be a restaurant open. And I was like, Allie, don't be ridiculous. You're going to come home to the lake. You're going to be with my family, which I know that I'm 30 years old, but like, I do still have to ask my mom. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I just said that. Like, I do have to ask my mom. He was like, oh, don't be crazy. Like, don't be silly. Like, oh, I'd love to, but like, it's so not necessary. And I called my mom and she was like, of course, we'd love to have him because my parents are my parents and they're just the best people ever. And so Allie bought a ticket from DC to South Carolina and he joined us for Thanksgiving. And it was the cutest freaking thing ever because... I don't know, just like one, James having a buddy there was just so nice. They went to the gym every day. They did their stupid little cold plunges in the fucking freezing cold lake. My neighbors across the cove were literally shouting at them, y'all are fucking insane. And they were just like, no, we're from London. Like, like it was so funny. Everyone was like, everyone thought they were not well. Like they must have fallen in. Like everyone was like, why are they in the water? Um, and my brother went with them one day. I was like, you're nuts, boy. But anyways, my 30th birthday was the day before Thanksgiving and my mom. Now, obviously my mom has always been the most iconic woman ever to walk the face of the planet, but she definitely like growing up, I just had regular parties. You know what I mean? Like I just had regular kid parties like everyone did and they were fabulous. I loved every second of them, but you know, the parties kids, people throw for their kids now. Like we didn't, we didn't grow up in that era. You know, that wasn't us. If you're a nineties baby, you didn't have that sort of thing unless you're fucking Mary Kay and Ashley. So, uh, if you had a pony at your party, you were fucking big cheese, dude. You were, fuck, you were the shit. Your parents were rich. So, um, basically my mom, all that to be said, she was like, I want to throw you a party. We're going to do a big low country boil. And if you don't know what a low country boil is, it's basically like a bunch of like meat, potatoes, sausage, shrimp, like corn. It's all boiled in this like old base seasoning for a while, crawfish. And then it's spread out on a table for everyone to pick out and eat at once. It's really cool in a Southern tradition. And she was like, we're going to throw you one. You guys, I did not realize what my mom was going to do for me. It was the most precious, sincere thing ever. Like she got like balloon, a balloon artist to come, not like to make, not to make like animals. You know what I mean? Like when people get those giant balloon installs, like, like I'm talking about the parties that everyone throws their kids these days and the parties that me and Taylor throw for whatever reasons or grand openings for places. Like I, I was like, mom, why did you get this? And how expensive was this? And what kind of money did you spend? She had all these personalized napkins. She had all this stuff. She like, oh my gosh, she just went, she had a cake. She had a cake made and like custom cookies made. I was like, mom, what 
is up your what what is up and she's like you only turned 30 once it was just so sweet I just I know my mom has the biggest heart of anyone but like I just that is just like not the kind of parties we throw in my family and I just thought it was the most precious thing in the world that she was just like oh I just thought you would love it I was just like that's your sweetest thing ever it was just so nice and I just kept being like no it's too much and then I was like but it is fabulous I love it um so you know great job on their part it was just lovely and then Thanksgiving was wonderful watching Allie and James be like okay so what does the cranberry sauce go on like what is this what do we do with this it was just really it was really great it was really special and I just loved it I loved having them there and it was a Thanksgiving I was just telling producer Courtney that I will never forget and I just had the best time ever so that was Thanksgiving and birthday recap now whenever I ask what do you guys want me to deep dive on talk about everyone's like a bitch duh the wedding let's talk about the wedding and I'm like okay okay, okay. we can give some updates some updates so obviously some stuff I want to try to keep like minimal and sharing which is so hard for me but like I'm not going to put a picture up of my dress. I don't have a dress. I've not even tried it on any dress that I like yet, but like, you know what I mean? I just mean like, I'm not going to share some things with you, but for the most part, I'll give as many updates as I can. And I'll let you guys know when I'm stressed the fuck out, which is right now. Um, so we'll get to why I'm stressed out, but some other updates. I officially sent out all of my bridesmaids boxes. I have my whole bridal party, which makes me so happy because literally just getting to design and create those. So obviously I'm getting married in Positano, like I've said before in Italy, and I'm just really pumped about that. But the the making of the bridesmaids boxes, I've been a bridesmaid so many times. So I've gotten a lot of these little bridesmaids proposal boxes and I love them every time, but I've just been so excited to like make mine for everyone. I just wanted to make it really special and really exciting. And also at the end of the day, I have this like deep rooted fear of having my wedding abroad because like it, it is expensive for, you know, James, like I said, Italy is not Florida, but at the end of the day, it's a lot easier for his friends to come to our wedding than my friends and family. So I have this like deep rooted, just like, oh shit, am I asking too much? Like, I don't know. And being able to do special things for the bridal party like this just makes me happy. So, cause they're obviously doing so much for me by even just coming to the wedding. It's the holiday season. I can't stop singing that song every time I talk about this because when it is the holiday season, do you know what I want to do? I want to drink. I want to drink and I want it to be convenient. All right. And there's nothing better in the entire world than the company I'm about to talk about right now. I I mean, honestly, I would do these ads for free. Please never make me drizzly, but drizzly. I love you so, so much. I could talk about them all the time on my podcast. Working with drizzly is just my favorite thing ever because it is my favorite alcohol delivery app. All right. I've been using them since they started. I'm an OG user of drizzly and it just makes my life so much easier. It's been my go-to app for drink delivery for years because it's simply just the most convenient way ever to get beer, wine, spirits, whatever you need delivered right to your doorstep when you want it. There have been so many times that I've been at a friend's house or we're at a party or something and everyone's like, oh my God, someone forgot this. Who's going to go get it? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? Use Drizzly. I have used Drizzly so many times for gifts too, especially around the holiday season. Maybe you're headed to like a dirty Santa party and you're like, shoot, I forgot a gift. Well, just Drizzly, a gorgeous bottle of champagne or something to the house. All right. Housewarming engagements, birthdays, you name it. It is perfect for when you're a last minute girly like me because you can get it in a flash or you could schedule it ahead to be delivered, whatever you want. And when I'm running around my house before hosting a party, there's just inevitably going to be something I forget. So I'm so thankful that Drizzly exists to fix all my problems, right? And around the holiday season, I want the good stuff. They've got the good stuff. They've got Bullet Bourbon. They've got Don Julio Reposado, my personal favorite. And they have Kettle One Vodka. Like just really, truly have it all, all right? And the selection is amazing because it's broken down on the app by sections of wine, beer, etc. You can just easily type in what you're looking for and they'll see which store nearby you has it. Now, I've been a fan for, like I said, ever. And I love the opportunity to talk about Drizzly with you guys. I want you guys to try it too. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Must be 21 or older, not available in all locations. 
the bridal party, it's going to be so fun. It's my sister and Taylor are both maids of honor. And then I got my childhood best friend, Drew. I got my friend from high school, Brantley, that we love. She's a fucking wild card. Can't wait for her. Drew will just make you laugh your pants off. I can't wait to see all these people together. This is like what I'm the most excited for. Like the bachelorette party of seeing them all together just makes me so excited. I've got Grayson in the wedding party. We've got Kyle. We've got to get Kyle Jonas on the podcast. I know you guys ask for him all the time. We're going to chain him down to the chair and make him be on a podcast with us. And we have my friend, Mary Carla you'll MC into house and of course Anna Grace and it's just gonna be literally the best group ever that I'm so 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 excited for and I know that's kind of a big bridal party but I'm not entirely sure like what is either even gonna happen I'm not gonna make anyone wear matching dresses I, it's just not my vibe I don't want people to do it I haven't always loved the dresses that I've been made to wear in the past being bridesmaids I'm just gonna keep it real with you guys y you know anyone listening to this podcast will be like truth like I'm not gonna sit up here and be like I've loved every single dress I've ever put on for a bridesmaid. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish I would have just been a guest. That would have been nice. Um, but that is also a really selfish way of viewing things. So, um, you know, shouts out to being honest. Uh, that's the truth. And I'm not doing that. I don't want people to wear matching dresses. So I wasn't like stressed about like, oh, but will everyone wear the same dress? And do I have enough people? And da, 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 da. like, it's fine. I know it's a big bridal party. And James and I, our, our parties don't match groomsmen versus uh, bridesmaids. He has a little less than me. And I don't care. We don't care. We're not doing anything like crazy like that. Um, all right. So updates. Well, here is what kind of stressed me out a little bit. So basically, well, let me tell you some good news first. Good news first, bad news second. Basically, well, no, no, no. I'll do the bad news first, then the good news. Okay, we'll end on a high note. So basically where we're having the wedding, we had kind of anticipated getting the entire hotel to ourselves. They wouldn't offer us a block, which was just kind of annoying and frustrating because we went to Italy and we we're like, block the rooms for us. We'll give you a deposit. And they're like, we don't do that. And we're like, that is so weird. And then we were like, what day do you open up? And then they told us. And then I was like, that is so frustrating. I really, really wish we could just block off all the rooms because we're going to have them all. And they were like, sorry, we can't do that. And rules are rules. So it is what it is. But when the day came to open up the reservations and we tried to book all the rooms, uh, other people in the world have also booked them. So I don't know. It's, it's like a dumb thing in my mind that I just thought it would be really cool if the whole hotel was just like filled with just like my people and like the wedding party and the wedding guests. I just thought that would be really cool. But at the end of the day, it did not shake out like that. And, you know, there will be other patrons there, which is fine. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. It's fine. But it's just one of those things, you know. So, um, yeah, we're just looking into uh, there are plenty of other hotels and Airbnbs and what have you. So it'll be fine. Um, I am going to keep the date to ourselves just because I would rather do that. I just think that's like a special thing between he and I and the guests. And also, I don't know, there are crazy people out there. I'd rather not have a fucking bomb threat called in. So uh, yeah, it'll be kept to ourselves, but we're just really excited in general about uh, celebrating and little things like hotel rooms are, I'm going to just, my mom was like, Shannon, be annoyed and upset for a second and then let it roll off your back. And I was like, true. Okay. True. So um, anyway, still getting to marry the love of my life in Italy, which is pretty fucking cool. So fuck the hotel rooms, you know? Um, but on a positive note and on a positive light, um, I found my dream photographer. I'm so excited. So, 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 so excited. Rachel Santos is the most incredible wedding photographer ever. She has got such a vibe about her and I just cannot wait. Um, she's bushwhacked on Instagram. Check her out. Look at her stuff. She's fucking fuego. Um, and I just love her work. So I'm really excited to have her on board and just cannot wait, cannot wait. Uh, so that was really, really happy, exciting news because, um, yeah, I'm really excited about the wedding, but I want to capture it in a way that like tells a story. And I feel like her photography does that. And I'm just really, obviously it's my job to be a content creator, but I don't want my wedding to be solely content. Like I don't want to 
be like stressed out about it. I don't want to be thinking about TikToks and photos and posing. So she has a really beautiful style of shooting, which is kind of just letting us exist and she captures it. So that reason I'm really excited to be working with her and it makes me really happy and I met her and her wife um, the other day they came over to the house and we just chatted and I literally was like I could talk to you guys forever I just adore them so I uh, really 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 excited about that um, what other wedding updates do I have I'm trying on dresses did I tell you guys this already I'm trying on dresses with I think I have told you this because I laughed and I'm like, there's going to be a lot of opinions in the room. So we are doing a, a dress try on when my family and uh, James's family's here and we are going to this little beautiful spot in Nashville and we're doing, it'll be me, my mom, my sister, Taylor, James, mom, and James sister. So all those people I love equally, but like, it's just so funny. I'm like picturing me trying something on in like movie style. People being like, love it, hate it, hate it, love it. Like, it's just going to be like simultaneous, like, no, no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, who knows? Maybe I'll find my dress there. Um, I really want to go to New York and try some dresses on. I just want to lean the fuck in, baby. I want to be bridling out my ass. All right. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Producer Courtney's looking at me like, bitch, what in the fuck? But I do, I do want to bridle out of my ass. Okay. So, um, I'm excited for that because I need to get a, I need to get a hop and a skip on that because you know, I hear that those dresses kind of take a second to, to do, but I didn't want to get one too soon and then be like, oh, something else came out in spring and I kind of wish I had that. So anyways, maybe I'll just have six dresses. I don't know. Probably not. I don't think I'll change more than once, twice, maybe three times a lady. Um, okay. So what else with the wedding? I don't think there's any other updates that I can give you guys. Um, I am waiting to get some engagement photos done before we do save the dates, but I'm excited to like send all that stuff out and get invitations rolling and doing all that. Um, James is like in the UK, we send them out a year in advance. In America, I was like, we send them out like four months in advance, three months in advance, a year in advance. He's not the, the invitation gets sent a year in advance. I was like, that's fucking crazy. And sure as shit, we have an invitation from one of his friends, gorgeous wedding coming up in Italy. And it's a year away. Like literally it's like next fall. And I'm like, well, why do we have this invitation? He's like, that is how early we send them. I'm like, really? So anyways, did you know that you can tell the difference between a laboratory-grown diamond and a natural diamond? Laboratory-grown diamonds are mass-produced in factories in just a few weeks and are easily detected due to their distinct patterns. On the other hand, natural diamonds are over a billion years old and support the livelihoods of over 10 million people worldwide. The positive impact that natural diamonds is widespread. Around 80% of the value of every rough diamond remains in local communities and supports infrastructure, healthcare, education, and environmental protection. So next time you're thinking of celebrating a special moment in your life, remember that your natural diamond also protects vulnerable wildlife species and brings prosperity to many less fortunate communities around the world. For more information, visit naturaldiamonds.com. Yeah, I'm excited to get all those, um, get into the thick of all of that, but you know, it just takes time, it takes time. And I got to sit down and just do it. And it's hard to plan a wedding when you're trying to fix your whole house for James entire family to come stay here when my house is technically still under construction. I'm really excited. Actually, I'm getting a hoodsley hood put into my kitchen. That is a bomb.com and very necessary item that is going in the kitchen. I cannot wait. So pumped to have my kitchen finally finished with a little hood completing the little kitchen story. I'm so obsessed with my kitchen. I'm so obsessed with this podcast room. I'm obsessed with my home. Okay. And I know we did a lot of renovations right off the bat, but wow. Gee Willicker. I am so glad we did because now it's just done. But yeah, anyways, we're trying to get finalized little things, you know, like clean out closets, make the pantry nice. We're trying to do little things like that before um, James' whole family comes. And then I've got a couple live shows that I got to go out of town for Chicago, LA, Phoenix. We're excited for those. Um, so, you know, it's just, I, I'm, wedding planning is not going to be 
ASAP Rocky right now. It's not the, it's not on the forefront of the old mind, but anyways, I asked you guys some questions and I love, I love when you guys give me random things to deep dive on. So we're just going to go down a plethora of a rabbit hole here, rabbit holes galore. Oh, one of the questions was, do you think having a destination wedding is selfish? And I'm torn on the answer because yes, I do. And I'm having a destination wedding and I do think it's selfish. I think it's selfish, but I also think a couple factors come into play. So it's selfish, but like one thing about your wedding, it should be selfish. Like your wedding's not about other people. It's about you and your husband. So I, I'm a proponent anytime any of my friends have gotten married, when my sister got married and anytime they come to me with like X, Y, Z is happening and I don't know what to do. I'm torn, blah, blah, blah. I go, stop. It's your day. What do you want to do? And that's, that's coming from me, the people pleaser. But I'm always like, don't worry about someone else. What do you want to do? And I'm trying to remind myself because obviously it's hard to take your own advice. I'm trying to remind myself of that with my wedding. And I also, you know, I, I, I'm inviting everyone that I know can in some way, shape or form afford it. Like I don't, I, I didn't invite anyone that I didn't think would, no one's putting themselves into debt coming to my wedding. And if I thought they would, I would subsidize them and pay for it. That's just, that's just who I am and what I would do. So you got to think like that. Like if you're, if you're in a position where you want your whole family to be there, but you know, it would put immense, immense financial strain on your family. Then I would think like, don't do that to them or do the wedding you want in Italy with your husband and elope and make it special and just do it with just you guys and don't expect others to come and do that. Um, but no, I don't think it's selfish at all. I don't, I really genuinely think that you should have the wedding of your dreams. You hopefully only have it once. So live in la vida loca, baby, do what you want to do. So, um, I did, I did kind of see their point that I was like, yeah, it is selfish, but like you should be selfish on your wedding. So my answer is yes, no, no, yes to that. Um, okay. Then I have, uh, oh, I had someone ask me, what is your take on infidelity and moving past it? And I think I have a hot take. Okay. I have a hot take because I think if someone cheats on you there, for me, it's a non-negotiable. I'm done. I'm done. Period. The end. Like it's, you've disrespected our relationship. You've lost my trust. I'll never be able to trust you again in my mind. I just like, can't think past that. And I just like, for me, it's no, no. And I, we, I talked about it with all my partners before we start dating, when we start dating, it's like on the forefront of it. I'm like, I will never, I will never move past it. Right. But then I do have kind of a hot take in the sense of children. And I think I, I can say that so easily and I can say, cut them off at the knees and like, sorry, even if it's the love of your life and you've been together for three years, if you can't move past, it, you can't move past it. But I gotta be honest. I think if children were involved, I would try my damnedest to find a way to work through it. And I don't have kids. So I don't really know why I'm saying that. Cause I don't, I've never felt the pool of sharing children with someone, but I gotta be honest. And I, I think this is like perhaps the hot take of it all. And I don't, I don't wish if, if you're, if you're in a relationship and you're getting habitually cheated on and you feel miserable and hate your life and don't stay with someone just because you have children, I don't, I'm not a proponent of that, but I think that would be my one, like, Hmm. I think I would have to, now me, I'm going to be listening. I'm like, James, don't listen to this shit. As soon as we start having kids, you can't be running around on my ass. But I do think that that would be like the one thing that would make me stop and be like, do I want to end it all? Or do I want to try to work through this so that our kids can have their mother and father? But then you could go down a whole other rabbit hole and be like, oh, really? Do you want them to see a mother and father with that example? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, true, true. But maybe you wouldn't tell your kids you got cheated on. You probably wouldn't announce it at the dinner table. I don't know. There's layers to this shit. You know, there's just layers. I used to be like hard lined one answer. No. And now I'm like, I don't know. There are layers to this shit. And I couldn't really tell you how to get over it because I was habitually cheated on in high school by this guy fuck you, Jordan Baker. And, um, yeah, I just went back together with him like 15 times and then you, you know, you're not 18 anymore. And then you're like, this is stupid. 
why am I with this guy? Um, but yeah, so that's always, that, that, that's always stuck with me. Like I never want to feel that way again and I've never been cheated on again. So that's, that's why I've been so hardlined. but I think there's, there's levels to this shit. This podcast episode is sponsored by Care Of. All right, we're getting dangerously close to New Year's resolution season. And something that I told myself I would really try to do a couple years ago was just be consistent with stuff, right? If I'm putting something in my body to be consistent and try to take it every day and not just forget and then be like, why is none of this stuff working when I'm not taking it ever, okay? And for about five years now, I think, honestly, a long time, I've been using Care of Vitamins and I love these vitamins for a multitude of reasons. And I have gotten all my family to start taking them as well because anytime I go home and they see my cute little personalized Care of Vitamin packages, they're like, wait, I need that. And it's great because outside of it being personalized with your name on the packets, it's actually completely personalized for what your body needs. You take a really quick and easy in-depth five-minute quiz. It asks you all about your body, lifestyle, day-to-day consumptions, and health goals. Now, guys, listen to me. This is the part where you got to be honest, okay? Like, it's going to ask you how many drinks you have a week. And we all know who'd be having that wine. But that's great because if you're like me and you were honest in your quiz, then you got magnesium, which is super helpful because you can be deficient in magnesium when consuming alcohol. I've got ashwagandha for concentration, B12 for energy, and probiotics for my gut health. Now, everybody, everybody needs good gut health. And I can see a serious difference in my digestion when I'm consistently taking my care of vitamins. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals. And it was personalized by a doctor, by the way, with doctor backed recommendations, taking all the guesswork out of the supplements that are best suited for you. Because if you're like me, you're like, I don't know what I need to take. You just need to tell me, but then you need to explain it to me in layman's terms. And they do that in the packet. Also for all of us trying to care about sweet little mother earth more, take comfort in knowing that care of daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compositable film. All right. So you can stress a little bit less about your impact on the environment. And I'm always traveling. So how Having these individual packs already made up with everything I need is so much more convenient than packing all these different pills, bottles, and you know the drill. And you guys also already know the drill. I hooked it up with the code. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code probably 50. That's whopping 50% off your first order by heading to takecareof.com and entering code probably 50. All right, another question. Lot less deep. How the fuck do you keep your spray tan on in the ocean on trips? I don't. I am also mortal. I am one of you, okay? I'm not some weird fucking spray tan princess that is not affected by things like salt water and chlorine. No, strips right off of me. I reapply. You you bitches think I'm going on trips without backup? You think I'm going on trips without spray tan backup stocked? No, no, 100%, no. Anywhere I go, and if I take a travel, like a carry-on, so I can't pack my spray tan foam or mitt, like I'm not a foam and mitt kind of girl. I'd rather just spray myself with like my solution, but you know, foam and mitt comes out on vacations because I got to use it. I got to use it. And I kind of still want to come out with my own foam and mitt one day, but maybe I could come out with my own like airbrush solution because I do airbrush more than I foam and mitt. I don't know. But the answer is when I go on vacation, like my birthday trip, we got there and that pool on the rooftop, we all immediately got in. It was heated. It was so nice. And we got in and we stayed in there for two hours, just laughing and talking with each other. And then I was like, oh no, my spray tan because like chlorine is just it's death to spray tan chlorine and salt water like if you soak the best way to get a spray tan off is to soak and that's the hard truth of it all because people are like what's your secret to getting your spray tan off i was like bitch you gotta soak you gotta soak now i get in the uh, sauna which is really nice shouts out to redwood outdoor because that sauna be stripping my spray tan off but yeah, I mean, I, I have to just reapply. There's no secret um, to that. I just have to reapply it. And it is frustrating. And James walked in and I'm like, get my back, baby. And he's like, all right. Um, all right, another one. Oh, how do James and I split chores? Hmm. Interesante. We don't split them. We kind of just 
one thing about James, he's going to do the dishes. He is always doing the dishes and I am always not doing the dishes. <laughs> and that is the way the cookie crumbles. But I will, um, I will do the dishes sometimes. I think it just boils down to who needs someone to help out the most. Like, um, he definitely always takes the trash out. That's, that's a boy job. And here's, here's the thing. I'm all for women's rights, but I'm also for our right to make sure that the men take out the trash. Okay. Cause that is what they should do and we should never have to do it. So that is where I stand on that issue. It's a boy job. Um, but I don't know. I feel like he and I were just talking about it today because, uh, he was like, can you do the dishes really quick? And I was like, no, 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 I gotta go podcast. And he's like, all right, I'll do them because like, he probably has done them the last four times, but he knew I was about to podcast. So he's like, I'll do the dishes. But then, you know, we make the bed half and half. I don't know. We kind of just like help each other out and don't give each other like rules or lists or like turns. And then I think it's also important in relationships to never be tit for tat. Um, that was really important in our long distance relationship to not be like, well, I've come to visit you three times now and you've only come to visit me once. It's like the second you start going tit for tat in your relationship your, or, or friendships, you know, it's not ever going to be, that's not a viable way to live your life. I just think it's, it's just breeding ground for a lot of really like tumultuous and weird fights that you're going to end up in because tit for tat, it, life isn't fair. You know, there, there is no even Stevens to a relationship. So you can't do, you do this day, I'll do the next day. That doesn't work with normal working people's lives. Like sometimes I'm going to need him to do the dishes three times. So we don't really put a list or name or rule to it. But, um, oh, another question was how different, well, I was just like, oh, you, sometimes you guys really spark my interest. I'm like, oh, I never really thought about that. That's interesting. Um, someone's like, what is the difference in living with James now versus like when you would see him long distance, which obviously that's a given, like now I see him a lot more, duh, but it's crazy because I was like, oh my God. Yeah. We used to be so long distance. And I was thinking about this. Like now I, I am so excited when he gets to like meet my friends and go to dinner with my friends and do stuff when we were long distance and he would come into town. I would have people reach out to me like, oh, James is in town. I'd love to meet him. Let's grab a dinner. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd love to fucking see him. I'm grabbing dinner with him. Dinners with me is what we're doing. It's me and him. That's what we're doing. And it was just like, I was like all hands on deck. Like nobody gets him but me. I just like want all the time with him. I don't have time to share him with my friends. But um, yeah, now it's just like really exciting to involve him in like all those aspects of my life that I was previously a little too selfish to to want. I was just like, no, I want I want him all to myself now. And now we just live together and we just get to do all these things together. And he gets to like, like Mike invited to him to the hut this weekend. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like you would go away. And then I would be here with Taylor. <laughs> actually, that sounds kind of nice. Can you go? Um, that sounds really nice, actually. So I don't know. It's been, it's fun to look back and think of those times where I was just like, oh my gosh, it was, I mean, producer Courtney knows we would go to record a podcast and I'd be like, sorry, can I FaceTime James really quick? Like he's about to fall asleep. I just really, it would be the only time I get to talk to him today. And she's like, uh-huh, go ahead. Like, wow. We were really fighting for it. We were really, we were really scraping the barrel to, for, to, for this to work and it worked. And now we're here and he's loved my life. That's just great. And, uh, the last question that I think other than me telling you guys again, come to the fucking live shows. Um, we have, well, the Chicago one sold out, sorry, but other than that, um, come to the LA and Phoenix show, please. But people are asking what books I've read and the books that I've been reading lately are via Turdy Lou's suggestions is a lot of smut, a lot of smut books. Um, it's all, it's all really, who is the author? Lucy score. Yep. A lot of Lucy score books right now, but I'm only, you guys, I'm only on that smut sauce because my man, Alex Cross, James Patterson hasn't written any more Alex Cross books. I think one more comes out in November and I, I, as I do, I'm a girl. I love the sexy time books. I love them so much. I'm really, I miss my, I miss my boy. I miss Alex. I want to get back to, to him fighting crime and hanging out with his family. And I just really love it. I have a hot take. I need to go back on the toast with Jackson Claude and I need to, I need to tell them my hot take on, um, 
on men writing because I love male writers. I really do. Um, anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to leave and go get a spray tan. Mwah.